<laughs> Hello, I just saw what you titled the recording. Really, Alf? Well, I, uh, man, I think I, I. Well, let's just introduce. Hi, welcome to Broken Corners. <laughs> My name's Armando. I'm Karen. And uh, this week we are going to talk about an Alf episode, "Looking for Lucky." Uh, looking was, for lucky in all the wrong places yeah a lot of wrong places um <laughs> this was selected by karen and um did you feel like you were being tortured i i, I actually i really liked off as a kid yeah i'll just leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> the acting is so bad the um I don't think they're bad actors, but they're doing that sitcom acting where they just say every line like this. It's it's really bad. I but I, I did find myself laughing when Elf would talk, though. I just respond to that sarcastic tone. Yeah, I think it was very formative for me. <laughs> it was like Elf and Garfield made me who I am today. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's about. I right. don't like Mondays. I love lasagna. I don't eat cats, but neither does no. Elf. No, not well, you know, we don't eat. We don't eat family. Yeah. Should I do the? Should I read the synopsis? Oh yes, please, please do. Okay, so it's called <laughs> "Looking for Lucky." When Lucky the cat disappears after Elf has a feeding frenzy, everyone believes that Elf has eaten him. In order to prove his innocence, Elf leaves in search of Lucky. He's caught by an animal shelter worker and put in a dog cage at the shelter. A cat is brought into the shelter that looks like Lucky. Alf escapes and takes the cat with him. He goes home. He presents the cat to the Tanner family, but they actually found the cat in the basement of the neighbors. I think. I think we need to explain Alf. <laughs> Alf. Is a, a puppet that looks sort of like a dog or an anteater. Yes, an anteater. Yes, for sure. And he's from the planet Melmac. And his spaceship crashed into the this family called the Tanner's Garage. And instead of them telling anyone, they just let him live with them. Yeah. Willy-nilly. Just Willy-nilly. Willy's the dad. Yeah. <laughs> Willy Tanner. Um... And yeah, so ALF uh, is an acronym for alien life form. Yeah. Because you don't I, f- find so out what, his name till later on in this show. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, his name's Gordon Shumway. <gasps> oh, of course. <laughs> of course. It's, he's like a um, he's like a Jewish like uh, bulk shirt salesman. You know, <laughs> like he's just a guy with boxes of shirts. <laughs> That's so always, funny. Or an accountant. I always found it funny that Sting's name is Gordon Sumner, and I always wondered if there was any relation. <laughs> Not like family relation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I always wondered they were family. <laughs> um, Elf. Oh, somebody had a podcast I listened to said it was alien. I'd like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I don't like that. I don't like that either. No. I don't like that. Okay, so I did not know this. Until, I remember when I was a kid just being like, when Alf would run. Yeah. I would be like, how are they doing that? You know, because it wasn't like with a Muppet. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a little dude in there. That's what I was going to ask because uh, I know it was a puppet. And then, but also it was a little dude when, he, when you would see his little backside, right? The oh the puppets backside no, yeah like, yeah we know like in this episode in particular he grabs the cat and runs out of the the right the animal shelter and like you could see like his little backside run yeah and there was in the I think in the uh in the credits they always had one of him running too yeah um yeah it was a it was a Hungarian guy was he Hungarian oh god he was some kind of Slavic something. Uh, yeah, he was, I think he was like three feet tall. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was 30. No, he he wasn't even three feet tall. He was 33 inches tall. It was Emmanuel Lewis. It all goes back. (laughs) Kind of. No, his name was, um, I'm, I'm sure 
Mishu Mizaros. And he had been uh he had been like a circus performer and was an actor. Mm. Um and he lived until he was seventy six. Wow. Yeah. Um let's see. No, he's from Budapest. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't that crazy? It is weird. I mean, the whole show is weird. Yeah. Apparently, it was really unpleasant to work on. Yeah, I was reading that article you had sent with regards to, like, and, and apparently the puppeteer and the actors did not get along. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, but... <laughs> yeah, like, I, I guess they had to do so much setup for every shot because of the puppet. And it was just really hot and awful and the guy was unpleasant the puppeteer uh well, he, i wonder if he was like a perv a perv why like just like doing like perverted things with puppets i don't know if there was ever any implication of that like ha and then he's like grabbing someone's oh. ass <laughs> <laughs> i got me too'd by elf <laughs> yeah it's gonna be <laughs> that'd be pretty good Altitude. Um, I, I did think it was funny that um, in that article, like the last day of shooting, like the dad just like didn't even say anything, just went <laughs> to his trailer, That's right. the, up and left. <laughs> like the shot wrapped, and there was no goodbye. He just walked away, <laughs> got in the car, and drove away. That's not indicative of the whole thing. Then I don't know what is. It's just amazing. I the reason why I wanted to do this episode, it didn't have any like super deep meaning or anything. It was just that I always had this memory of so the like the family comes home and Ralph is Ralph. (laughs) Ralph Ralph is his brother. And all of a sudden, the dog from the Muppets is playing the piano as the parents come home. Oh, that'd be awesome. I love that dog. Um, no, Alf has, like, done one of his just, like, careless rampages in their house. And it's just completely fucking trashed their house. <laughs> in a, a, And apparently he's eaten absolutely everything in the house. And so then when they can't find the cat. And on Melmac, where he's from, they eat cats. So they and Willie has said to him, we don't eat members of our family. So they come home and like they think he did it and they blame him. But what I really thought was so funny was he when he writes his note when he runs away that he um, like he says he's running away because they don't believe him. And that he takes the straw out of a can of grape soda and drips it on. And he says, these are my tears. And I was always convinced that when the family read the note that the little boy was like, Elf's tears smell like grape soda. Uh, and it wasn't even what happened. Like, I think the mom just said, like, really dryly, like, oh, it's grape soda. But, you know, it's funny. Like, they don't know what color his tears are or exactly. any, any bodily fluid that comes out of that damn alien. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Like, I had I loved Elf. I, I did too. We're just watching it. Like it's the third episode, and he's already like made a mess. Oh yeah, he's probably made a mess in the first episode. Well, because it was always he would just always wreck stuff, and then the family would be like unhappy. Like and you could tell they weren't, they didn't really like they. He was just such a pain in the ass. How did he learn English? Yeah, how did he learn to write? <laughs> how could he write he did barely had fingers i, I, I have so many questions <laughs> his hand looks like a bear claw like the pastry i don't think he had any thumbs right no it looks like he's got like three fingers i need to go i have my elf um I liked, animal somewhere i liked your elf impression your the, the ha ah! <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> yeah I had I had Elf merch when I was a kid. Like that was I had a Elf calendar one year. I had an Elf nightshirt that my mom got for me that was like way 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 too big, like a sleeping shirt. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I stopped wearing it, I was wearing it as a t-shirt because I got taller. Nice, you grew into it. <laughs> yeah, 
and that's yeah. that's quality. Um, right. The Alf calendar was it the uh, Earth days of the year or was it Malmachian calendar? Like was it? It was Earth days of the year, but the pictures for different months were Melmac locations. Really? Yeah, like I remember there was a Melmac diner. Okay. Yeah. Did they have Melmac and cheese there? <laughs> with lump <laughs> with lumps of cat, like how Love you can it. get lobster in stupid places. Yeah, I don't understand how he would eat a cat, be- like because he just kind of just wants to eat the cat, but not like skin it. Not like prepare it like you would just, you know, a normal animal, like if you were preparing to eat it. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not It just seems like he's kind of like a goat where they can eat like anything short of a tin can. Ah. Or like, you know how some birds or snakes or I don't know what will like just eat something whole and then they just like sort of crap out like a, a big wad of bones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I feel like he would have some kind of filtration system. Okay. That would just shoot out some kind of lump. I wonder, did they ever talk about him going to the bathroom? You think he's. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hey, Willie, do I have a. He's like, do I have any shit stuck on my fur? I feel like he would have, like, you know how birds have the cloaca, like they've got the, like the, the one hole for everything. Oh, I guess so. I get, I didn't. Birds like poop and pee and lay eggs out of the same hole. They do. It's called a cloaca. <laughs> cloaca, waka, waka. <laughs> cloaca, waka. <laughs> Uh, I just feel like an alien might have like some equivalent. Yeah, I yeah, um, I'm not really sure. You want to talk about it more though? I, it's just <laughs> I don't. I'm just I, like I, like I, I'm also fascinated. So like they accuse Alf, right? Yeah, the son is upset. He's crying in his dad's arms, right? Oh, Alf, you killed this fucking cat. right because the little boy is the like it's the most attached to Alf, right? So the fact that he Alf would eat his cat is such a betrayal. So then, but the next day they all get up like it's like like fucking Westworld like it all resets like yeah like oh yeah. is who, it, where clean, is that? Who, who cleaned their house up like their house was trashed like a hoarder lived there. What what state were they in? I thought California. Were they okay? That's what I always thought. Because the mom is dressed like a, a 1980s advertising salesperson. Right. Um, and the dad, oh I God, guess, the... is a scientist? <laughs> right, because the dad pulls out a microscope to prove that the hair in the ice cream is Alf's. Yeah. It's, which is disgusting. Which they said he ate everything in the house, so why was there any ice cream to have hair in it? I'm, I'm not, Full I'm... of lies. Lies and inconsistencies. I mean... Yeah, and then they're, like, the next day looking for Alf, wondering how he's doing. Like, nothing. Can you believe that dog catcher was dumb enough to catch Alf? And then, like, he catches something that walks on its hind legs is like, oh, you're a dog. I mean, I've watched a lot of Reddit videos where the dogs walk on their hind legs. (laughs) Weird. It's actually a fetish. I was going to say, was the, was the dog wearing yoga pants? It's a subreddit. Dog wearing yoga pants. It's got a little hole for its tail. The part where Alf talked to the other dogs made me laugh. Alf knows way too much about American culture. Yeah, he really does. It, was that ever like mentioned that he like watched like Jackie Mason? Speaking of Jackie Mason, <laughs> rest in peace. That he watched Jackie Mason um, tapes because I mean he does sound like an old Jewish comedian, right? Yeah, like, whole, like he's like, from the Catskills. Yeah, like that's the whole shtick. But... Did I ever tell you one time when I did stand up? Uh, Jackie Mason's granddaughter was at the show. No. Yeah, she was like probably twenty two. She was uh, like. Uh, you know, like she had this beautiful red hair and she was in a little like jean, mini jean skirt, mm-hmm. but her fucking face looked like Jackie Mason. <laughs> it was so weird. That's his last joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just crazy because it was like, how, 
oh no it, it was sort of like um shrek yeah it was crazy that's so mean it was really mean that's so mean but it was really weird i know i hope jackie mason's granddaughter a grew into her face and b isn't listening to us do you want her to grow into her face yeah huh. well i hope it just works out whatever that entails yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have that. Uh, I don't really have a reason to talk about Jackie Mason that often, and so that just came out. No, that's fine. fair enough. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I try not to. I try not to just say mean stuff, but that was what happened. That's my lived experience. Well, it's funny because I um, we got the alert uh, yesterday. He passed, right? Shut the fuck up! Are you and, kidding me? No, no, I'm not. That's why I brought him up. And oh. I know- and when I saw the alert, I'm like, Jackie Mason, I thought he was dead already. Yeah, for sure. But apparently he passed yesterday, unless my... Uh, maybe I, it was I, Perry Mason that was dead. I didn't update my phone yet, so maybe I'm... <laughs> maybe I'm receiving 1990. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm pretty sure... It, uh, no, it was him. Yes, he passed. But I'm pretty... I was pretty sure that he was uh, dead already. Yeah. Um, and Perry Mason is is a fictional character, <laughs> and the actor who played Perry Mason is dead. Raymond Burr. Hashtag Raymond Burr. It wasn't Aaron Burr. Oh no, <laughs> no, no Hamilton. Yeah, I. Agree I can't wait until Hamilton's not a thing anymore. Oh, Hamilton is, hasn't been a thing for a while. People still talk about it. I know. It's just not that good. I know. It's not my bag. I'm not going to say it's not that good. I I read something and I, I have to, I'm trying to live by it. Just if people enjoy something, let them enjoy it. Don't. Yeah. Don't yuck yeah. their yum. Yeah, exactly. So it's just not my bag. Right. Right. I'm not saying it's like objectively bad. I'm just saying I don't get it. No, it's just not my thing. Yeah. And I've tried to watch it. I'm just like. Me too. Oh, okay, Many cool. Times. Okay. <laughs> Next. Next. Um, should we take an ad break for a minute? Do you need? Yeah, we can. Okay. Uh, I'm just kidding. We don't have ad breaks, but yeah, let's let's pause for a minute. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> I let me ask you: Do you remember when Alf had a girlfriend? No. Oh, he kept. Um, um, reminiscing about Rhonda and they kept having the song help me Rhonda because it, it was on the radio and it made him think of her yeah totally was she but she was from Melmac yeah she was like from the past okay. yeah that's what I feel like wasn't there an elf cartoon that there that might have been I think like got into like that was on Melmac there might have been I that's do you, I think, a, do you have a baby in your house? No, those are the kids outside. Oh, there's, okay. Between down the two floors downstairs is about four, and the kid there's six kids between uh, two house three families. Oh, okay. As long uh, as you don't have a baby. No, 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 um, no, <laughs> no. I would give it to Alf. Oh my gosh, they could let Alf raise a baby. I always loved Elf's gut. Your little I belly. That, yeah, I thought that was so funny. My friend Margot, she had a ferret in college that when I came to see her, like, a couple times I slept in the room with the ferret. And he had, like, such a gut, just like Elf. And he snored. Um, but then the vet... I guess he weighed, I think he weighed four pounds. And then the next time I came to visit, the vet had said he had to go on a diet. So then he only weighed two pounds. Mm. Ferrets are illegal in New York City, I believe. Oh, yeah? I think so. I could be making that up. (laughs) I thought like exotic animals are illegal in New York City. I don't get a ferret. Why do you want a ferret? Yeah, I don't know. I never really connected with him. I didn't want to touch him. It's just kind of weird. They bite, I would imagine. I don't know. I don't think they, I don't think they he bit. I mean, I think like 
he, those kind of animals, you just have to train them. But they are, they're part of the weasel family, though, so you gotta watch out. Yeah, weasels are bad. <laughs> weasels, yeah, because weasels kill for pleasure. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Actually, they have their own subreddit. It's called we, killing, Weasels Killing for Pleasure in Yoga Pants. Yeah. It's just one leg. It's just, it's just one pant leg. Yeah. No, they're one of the only fam- families. Um, kinds of. I think they're the only. Now they're the mob. <laughs> the gaudy weasels. No, they're, I think they're. That's why I always read that they're the only they're the only animal that just like kills for pleasure. Mm. Where you know, like other animals, they'll kill out of defense or to eat, but they right. just are like, I love to murder. Yeah, like usually like tigers, lions, and bears. No, I'm not <laughs> saying it. I'm yeah. not saying it. You almost did, but once they once their bellies are full, they don't give a shit anymore. Weasels? No, like tigers, bears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lions and tigers and bears. That's Unless the whole they... like, weasel in the hen house thing, right? Is that they'll get in and they just kill everybody. Like, it's not like they, they drag one out to eat it. They just go in and just kill. And just lay the fox in the hen house. Yeah. But I'm not saying Margot's ferret was murderous. But I do think ferrets are in the weasel family. Yeah. They might be. Yeah. It... You, you ever seen a red panda? Oh, yes. They're fucking adorable. Yeah, I can't believe they exist. You guys do yourself a favor. Look up Red Panda right now. And then go to the subreddit of Red Panda in Yoga Yoga Pants. pants. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the the fortune cookie thing where you add in bed. Yes. Every subreddit ad in Yoga Pants. In Yoga Pants. Am I the asshole in Yoga Pants? Like 95% of the time, if you're asking that question, it's probably yes. Yeah, there's a really good chance. Uh, (laughs) And if you're not in yoga pants, 97%. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't really know any other subreddit names other than like RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race in yoga pants. There really is. Like, if you're into something, like, you know, you just type in whatever it is. Like, if you're into a TV show, just type in the TV show in the search. There's a million people talking about it. Totally. You know, it's kind of, it's just kind of that. that That's why, I mean, I always go to Reddit when I need to know, like, how to do something really specific. Like, boil water. Did you say boil water? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No. I can't think of any examples, but no. I usually like if I want to find out. I always, you know, I've said this before. If I want to find out, like in a video game, like why I keep fucking up, and then like it, they'll like lay it out for you. Totally. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like when you want to fix something, just go to YouTube. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll have like eighty-five people doing it. <clears throat> Although then I do find like on a subreddit, you know, there's that. And they always talk about this, but there's like the echo chamber effect where like it's just like whatever way the subreddit believes. Oh, you know, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, between Reddit and um, like Imager that I go on, which is like a, a simplified Reddit, it's just like it's like Tumblr for Reddit. Yeah, it's just like yeah, whatever you're like into, the algorithms will just give it to you, and then like now you're just yeah, like information bias, a confirmation bias rather. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, give it to me. Yeah, everyone agrees with me. And then you go outside and no one agrees with you. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Let me go back inside. <clears throat> no, it's funny. Like when I used to go on there uh, during seasons of, of Drag Race, mm-hmm. how then I would talk to people who just casually watch the show and they just didn't like they had nowhere near the same assessment. They would just be like, I like whoever, you know, they're great. And then you realize that, you know, you probably need to stop. Stop reading about Drag Race. Yeah. Feed the need. (laughs) Feed the the, the need. Uh, Both my therapist and uh, 
Margot, my friend with the ferret, she has a new baby and they're both my therapist baby and her baby are at the age where they just uh, realize they can make that like pterodactyl noise. Oh, okay. You know when babies are just so delighted with themselves because they're just like, I can do a thing. I know. Ah! Such hot shit. Yeah. Oh, and Wesley Margot's baby is scooting around on his back. Like he's figured out that if he scoots on his back instead of his stomach, he doesn't have to hold his head up. Okay. So he's just scooting around their their wooden floors. I really thought you meant backside, and I was like, they should wipe them better. Ah, uh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> that is a dirty. That's CCO. Oh, my cat does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i mean that's did did you so you did like alf i did like alf i did now i have a stuffed animal alf i remember we bought it in the sears and roebuck in bronx uh new york i don't remember what year it must have been like 80 something you still have it yeah you know we i still have it you've seen it oh i have i think i have seen it yeah he was the producer on our first season Oh my god, you're totally right. He used to sit in the chair at your kitchen table. That's right. Wow. Memories. He's moved on to bigger and better things. (laughs) I I want how did that show end? I don't remember. If they I don't know if they came and got him. If you know, like the if the aliens from Melmac finally came. Okay, at the end of season four, Alf attempts to rejoin his alien family. Just before he reconnects with the spaceship, the U.S. military captures him. The episode then ends with the words to be continued. Oh. Oh, no. It ended on a cliffhanger. That's right. I did read something like that. So he's just stuck. But then they had a movie in 96. I read that. Okay. Now, what's... I need to know what happened there without watching it. And that's why you go to Reddit. (laughs) See, yeah, we should have. That didn't even occur to me to ask. Um, Elf movie with yoga pants. <laughs> uh oh, it just trailed off and started reading stuff. We can't do that right now. Um, did okay. So that's kind of all I have on Elf. I don't know. I just thought that the grape soda tears were hilarious. They were. They, um, I just, I yeah, the, the whole family was bad. Yeah. Well, okay. So the little boy I thought was annoying, and then the the like the pretty sister was just um, such a rice cake. Actually, the whole family were such rice cakes. You know, like there just wasn't a whole lot there. Um, and the dad. Yeah, the dad I always thought was kind of like, Ew. His voice was very annoying. Yeah. Um, and apparently, like, the actor, he really didn't like playing second banana to a puppet. So. Well, he just took the show without reading the script, or? I guess so, or he just took it. I think he was a theater guy and he just took it to have the job. Yeah. I just mean like any sitcom in the eighties, usually the dad is not the leading role. Right. You know? Oh, except for, except for Cosby. Uh, yeah, because everyone else was sleeping. What do you mean? (laughs) Oh no. I honestly thought you meant like because he would take all the calls to deliver babies in the night. And now uh-huh. I know what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Now I know. Um, sorry, I'm reading about how the dad from Elf died. He died? Yeah, he died at 75. He died in 2019. Yeah, I thought he died recently because I saw him like one other thing and I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, speaking of theater actors, I actually went to a play this week. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, I guess it's the it's like the first play to be it's the first live theater performance in New York since COVID. Wow. How was it? It was good. It was really good. It was uh it was Seize the King and it was up in Harlem at um Marcus Garvey Park. Okay. Which is this uh has this really cool um open air amphitheater. So it was it was neat because we were, you know, on sort of like uh that classic amphitheater style bleachers sort of system. Um and I, I kept my mask on because of Delta, uh, but still it was it was neat. It was it's put on by the classical theater of Harlem. Cool. I wasn't familiar with, but it was like I don't love Shakespeare, but it was like a riff on um Richard the Third. Okay. Which, and is then it, is this so, the one that's been on PBS recently? I don't know. If there was a um oh, I don't even know. I I saw it was a Shakespeare, but it was like a um a, I wanna say cover. <laughs> a cover. Adaptation? An adaptation, yeah. Uh okay. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. It was cool because the there were I think five actors and they all played multiple roles. Oh, okay. And then there was also a little sort of dance troupe that would do interesting things during the uh scene transitions. Um okay. Yeah, they would do like they would throw in they would do some of the the straight Shakespeare verse, but then they would also throw in, in the adapted part, sort of, um, you know, more like pop culture, street language kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, it was it was good. It was good. It, I mean, it was cool to it was cool to be out. Yeah, was it was it outdoors? No. Yeah, it was- it was- it was yeah it was outdoors outdoors yeah so it was like a big um oh you said amphitheater yeah yeah amphitheater yeah Uh, i'm going to an event in september um and i'm like "Uh, we'll see what happens (laughs) yeah what are you going to uh well uh, i have a concert in saratoga upstate and then also me and my daughter are going to go to a wrestling thing Arthur Ashe Stadium. Oh, cool! So they're both outdoors, but you know, you just like I'm also like I bought the insurance on the tickets. I'm like, because the way things are going, I'm like, yeah, you never know. That's just gonna be canceled. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, I, I would like I would like uh, people to do the right thing. <laughs> um. <laughs> Speaking of doing the right thing, I just I'm I'm not gonna do any transitions anymore. Um I'm like Have you been have you been at anything where they do an acknowledgement of the of the land at the start of it? No, only because Tracy does it. Oh I've or I or has tried to do it and I just I'm Oh a, right. I'm a little like uh I'm not really i I'm not sure about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I read about it a little bit yesterday um, because I, I they, know. I think they did. No, go ahead. No, go. I just because, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of condescending. Yeah. And I don't know why. I haven't really worked it out yet. I was reading. I was reading about it a little bit. So, like at this performance, they said. Uh, it's part of the announcement, you know, before it it got rolling, they said we would like to something like we would like to acknowledge the original caretakers of the land, you know, on which we're performing, which were the Lenape people. And I'm, they said something else, you know, eloquent. I don't remember what. Um, but I so I, I looked it up and one of the articles I was reading was talking about how like it's schools where, you know, at the start of classes, they'll do it even. And they have students, you know, that are, are part of, um, you know, that are, Oh boy. Why am I just sputtering to a halt? Like the, some of the students are, you know, are indigenous people. Right. 
So I think I got, I was like tribe nation. Ah, I don't know what to say. The, so, you know, like you have, you have um, indigenous people attending the class. And so then it's like, okay, cool, cool. And how does that help me when I've been like systemically shut out of so many different things? Like if it's, I mean, it's, it sounds stupid to say something was performative when it's literally part of a performance. Yeah. But then when you incorporate it into more everyday life, then it, it like it brought it just brought me back to the reparations conversation again of like um what are you doing to help like to help people realistically now with not just words. And it's like is this just is it an entry point? Is it, you know, is it the foot in the door that starts the conversation? Um or is it, it or does it end here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all of that is so, like, you know, it's it's like the indoctrination of the Pledge of Allegiance, right? You say it in the beginning of the class, and, and not so much the indoctrination portion of it, but I mean, just something that you recite every day, it, that becomes meaningless. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you know, you, you know, or even like prayer, you know, when you pray and, you know, you're in Catholic school. And then you just say our father all the time. And you don't really listen to the words. You kind of just say it. Right. Right. And I would imagine if you do this every day, people will just kind of get in that same mode. Yeah. Um, I, but, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not, not trying to erase the past. I, yeah. I, I definitely think all that should be acknowledged. I just, I'm in agreement with you that like words don't mean anything. You need your actions. You know, government needs to review the, you know, the institutional policies or racist policies that has over hundreds of years fucked over, you know, the indigenous folk, um, you know, and, you know, and also other uh, people who were fucked over. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, like but I said, I, that's why I said it, I kind of find it condescending for all of that. Yeah. But because it's just, it's like empty platitudes sort of. Yeah. I mean, I'm not from here. Uh, so. Melmac. <laughs> where i'm from in northern michigan we eat i was about to say dogs but no uh i like i didn't know uh i don't think i knew until uh this started like these announcements kind of started happening in that at least that i was exposed to them in the last couple of years okay i didn't know that the tribe here was the lenape and I didn't know until yesterday when I was reading about this that they, uh, another name for the Lenape, well, the federal name for the La- Lenape, Lenape is what they call themselves, mm-hmm. but the, that they're the Delaware, like that's the fed, that's the government name. But in that, in the Lenape, there's like all these different, uh, tribes, right? Like the Algonquins and then there's other ones and then they're, they're regional, like lower Manhattan, upper Manhattan, something like that. Is that how that works? I, I think, I think, I think their language is, is based on, is, is what, like a branch of Algonquin. Okay. Um, but like, from what I read, like they're all the way from, uh, like New York down to Delaware, like they're through, you know, through New Jersey and, um, like it, it was a much bigger region right? Yeah. than I expected. I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, there's going to be different, um, you know, uh, groups of people, different languages, but similar. Yeah. It's like the, you know, the Tainos in, in the Caribbean, right? It, it stretches all the way from like Puerto Rico to Jamaica to the other Caribbean islands. They're all the same, but I'm sure there was a lot of differences there too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's complicated because it's like, you want acknowledgement you want people to start realizing that like or not you know i guess the the thing is to not take things for granted right um you know well so i thought like what could i do to help you know or what like you know for me because i i worked in museum education Mm -hmm. i do tend to sort of think of like okay so you start with like i always start from a like research side um and so there's a lenape uh center on staten island where there was supposed to be a um a monument um but then where the actual people ended up 
uh, you know, there's, I think, two or three states and then also in Canada mm. where they eventually ended up being moved to and having to buy, like in Oklahoma, they ended up having to buy land from the Cherokee for a reservation. Mm. Um, and so I just thought, oh, but okay. It's, I, you know, I was like, oh, we could go visit that's the center here and learn more about it. And that's great. But then I was like, or like, what can we do to help like the actual people who don't have this land anymore? Um, I, I just thought you might okay. know. I no, thought you might know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, well, the government's because uh, I'm white and you're not. So I thought you would have the answer. Well, the government's, I think it's just giving casinos, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they have any. Yeah. I'm not I, sure what I, they're. Uh, yeah i mean the indigenous folk of this country and i think probably of a lot of other countries as well have really um they got a bad deal mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah i mean there has to be yeah i, I don't know it, i just felt like kind of over not overwhelmed like in a white woman's tears kind of way but like when i was trying to think about like what can we do to help or like to, to rectify this? I I mean, I I don't think you can start with rectifying it, but like you can try to do something. But I was just like, God damn, stolen land, stolen people. (laughs) Yeah. The biggest thieves. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, I think, I think I would lean back kind of to what you were saying is basically, learning about it so you know you know how to speak about it not not so those those words mean more than just that sentence yeah you know what i mean and then like i don't know because there's something almost so like okay if you it like say because i've been you know like i've been thinking about stuff with my parents like with with my family's land right Mm -hmm. of like figuring out what's happening with that and talking to my brother and everything and i've pretty much like let go of it completely right but like say say it it, i decided it was mine right Mm -hmm. and i had it magically somehow so then if you if you were able to take it away from me right and then you and then you come and you're just like, I would like to acknowledge that this used to be yours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like if when you had people over to my house, you were like, we would like to acknowledge that this used to be Karen's. I would be like, fuck you. You know, like, what good does that do me? I also, you know, I was just thinking about when you were because you were just talking about property ownership. Yeah, and I think it's also funny the lens we're we're totally trying to um reconcile the injustice through a very um eurocentric lens right i mean mm-hmm. we're talking about a group of people who believed and I, i'm very this is very um simplistic of me but like didn't really believe in land ownership so to speak the way that we do mm-hmm. so like you know while the, it's not so much that the land was stolen, it's like we threw them off the land. We like we weren't willing to share, right? <laughs> Which you know, um, well, because that the like the acknowledgement statement. I think what it said was the original caretakers of this. Oh, okay, land. is that what it says? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. I think so. Um, which is is interesting, right? Because it sidesteps the issue of ownership, right? And so that's, yeah, like it's, it's just a complete, like the whole ownership framework. Does it even work? Yeah. I thought you would know that as well. Uh, I think it does. I thought we would talk about Alf and then I thought we would figure this out. I like how we went from like Alf to like, <laughs> heavy conversation about land ownership indigenous population being um fucked over and then let's make it light again with uh the alp 96 synopsis (laughs) 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 yeah no i don't know it it is it is it's troubling it's troubling too like because you know you had 
you had the Spaniards coming to South, uh, South and South and Central America, but also to the parts of the Caribbean and just wipe out like indigenous folk there because, you know, because, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's, <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's really not a good bunch of people. Well, I mean, I remember when I learned about, uh, I did a independent study in high school about, you know, the history of Ireland Mm-hmm. And I I don't know like it it is true that that land was just taken from one group by another mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over again. Um, and I don't know, you know, would if that's true. You know, definitely I you know there was I know there there was plenty of war that happened between you know, the nations of indigenous people here. Um, I imagine that happened most places, but I don't know if it, it does seem like a different thing when you have people from a whole other continent come and take your shit. Yeah. And also like they, you know, they bring, it's not even a matter of real weapons. It's really, they, they kind of just did like bio warfare with like, polio smallpox small yeah. right <clears throat> you know fucked up shit like that i don't know that just reminded me of um they <laughs> they had various they were trying to when they were trying to assassinate uh lincoln i think it was lincoln and they like were rubbing like the blankets with smallpox <laughs> and then trying to give it to him <laughs> What? Uh, that's crazy. How are you going to assassinate somebody that slowly? It's called marriage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I saw you made a note that just said enablers. Oh, the Tanners are total enablers. They should have kicked the shit out of that fucking house. Right out oh. of the house. Yeah. I just can't imagine. Yeah, he was, he just behaved really badly. And they were like, well, we don't like it, but what can you do? It's like, I don't know. Not let him live there. Give him the government, which is probably what happened. They made the anonymous tip. <laughs> no, this fucking guy. It was always the mean neighbor next door, right? Oh, yeah. She was that trying. nosy neighbor. Didn't he break into her house one episode? Yeah. Yeah, they definitely knew about him. Oh, that was one thing I read, too, that the reason why it only lasted for four seasons was because when your main character can only interact with four people, it yeah. kind of limits things. So he can't leave the house. I'm like, well, then you should bring him back for the pandemic, Alf. <laughs> can you imagine being quarantined with Alf? Just... There's no toilet paper. You have to just keep using Alf. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Ah. This, I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to see that alpha yours again. Considering, <laughs> considering what I think may have happened to him. Poor thing. Uh, what about you? So I mean, like, I went to see that play. Did you do anything this week? Any new memories slash recommendations? Uh, no. Uh, I uh, just you know st- stuck at work late, a couple of hours. Um. The only record. Oh, um, season two of Ted Lasso. What was season one about? Ted Lasso. Who's... Ted Lasso is <laughs> a show on Apple TV starring Jason Sudeikis. Ah, that's why I don't know it. Okay. And um, basically he is a college football coach hired by a um, British premier soccer team. Uh, he has no idea about soccer at all. Okay. Um, but, you know, she hires him because she, um, in the divorce with her husband, she received the team. Her husband loved the team so much. Her goal is to make it tank to pay him back. Oh, okay. But lo and behold, through good old midwest charm and hospitality he wins mm-hmm. everyone over <laughs> now it's really good and jason sudeikis is really good okay 
He's yeah. yeah. He's really good, man. I think it won like a whole bunch of Emmys, or it was nominated. Emmys, okay. Golden Globe, some I don't know. One of those awards. Pick an award. Oh, I, I wish I could get Apple TV on Roku. You can't. I don't think so. I don't know. I know that they were like trying to like, um, like you know, do it like Netflix, like a, like a streaming app. Yeah. Like they made the so I know it's it's available on certain things. I just don't know which platforms. Yeah, they have a couple of good shows. I always used to mix up Jason Sudeikis and Ed Helms. Uh, Sudeikis is the better looking one. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one that was going out with Olivia Wilde. Okay. I don't think Ed Helms could score Olivia Wilde. <laughs> I hope Ed Helms listens to this. And- yeah, at first, who I can't remember who I was malicious. I was malicious to Jackie Mason's granddaughter right after her grandfather died. Right now, you're being hurtful to Ed Helms. Uh Sudeikis. He seems like a nice guy, but he's he definitely has a broier vibe than Ed Helms does. Yeah, Helms has more like a geeky vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What about, uh, did you watch any TV shows or anything? Well, you know, I do like to watch TV. Um, I watched, there's a new season of the movies that made us. Okay. On Netflix. Right. And uh, I watched one about uh, Back to the Future. Forrest Gump. Oof. And one other one. Which I can't remember right now. But yeah, I like that show. It's fun. Did they spend a whole episode on Forrest Gump? Oh, the third one was Pretty Woman. That was the one I started with. Yeah, yeah, they each get a whole episode. Wow. That's a skip on that one. You hate Forrest Gump? I fucking hate that movie. Yeah, Brian does too. But one time uh, when we were drunk, he challenged me to explain why it had any right to be a best picture and I told him and he had to agree with me and he was so mad. So elaborate. I don't remember because it was all drunk and impassioned and fueled by a lot of Jen Gimlets. I just, I think, uh, yeah, I can't, I will never replicate such a strong argument like that in my life. Yeah. Uh, I just think, you know, I don't know. I I think there's there's good stuff in there. I'm not going to go into it. Go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I'm not trying to yuck your yum. No, it was it was one of the you know like how I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, like there were probably like four movies we had on VHS, and that was one of them. And I'm not saying it's the best thing ever, but it does have a ridiculous soundtrack. Does it? And yeah. And uh, I, I do think that, cause I think for, I don't, I can't remember for sure, but I think like Brian felt like they were making fun of him for being, um, for like, well, I think I actually, I don't think I knew until I watched this, that he was supposed to be on the autism spectrum because he was basically a savant. He I never thought of it that way. I never thought of him, of him being a savant either. Yeah. And so, like, I think Brian felt like it was basically like, oh, let's make fun of this, you know, retarded guy. And I don't know why he suddenly had a Boston accent. Um, but I, I felt like it was more like that it was just kind of lovely to have someone who... um you know, sort of was an unlikely hero in these situations that he, like, he was able to show the reality of what was happening mm-hmm. through, you know, through his um, more straightforward perspective. I just think, if anything, that movie is a perfect um, display of the male white power structure that you can be incompetent and still be successful Mm. did you think he was successful he got all those awards he was acknowledged more than any other counterpart i mean you had everyone around him was the 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 
did the shrimp guy he died the other one um lost his legs mm-hmm. um his mother had to whore herself out um mm-hmm. i don't know jenny supposedly had aids but not yeah he didn't get it somehow um, she didn't have she didn't have it when he fucked her but then the baby should have aids right <laughs> that's usually how it works Wait, I think I have this timeline so messed up. <laughs> no, how the, he didn't. No, 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 no. The kid was like ten when when she died. Yeah. So it, they, like, it takes had, a while. Like you don't just like get AIDS and you know you take usually a couple of years people suffer oh well, uh, yeah maybe they wrapped it up i don't know i don't know i don't th- i don't think she had can- it because she went in she i think she did drugs after she did more drugs after oh we're gonna go with the drug route I'm- i always thought she got it from drugs i always thought she got it from just, sex. Know, from promiscuity. <laughs> I bet she got it from Forrest. You never thought of that, huh? Great. So now we're saying that this guy <laughs> is the fucking, uh, you know, the, the, the... We need to take his, his blood because he's the cure? <laughs> no, I was saying more like he walked across America and was giving it to everybody. Uh, he did run across America. Yep. Oh my God. Against the wind. Isn't it also run along with by Jackson Brown? I don't remember. I don't know how that song goes. It goes run along. Run along. <laughs> Running on empty. Run along. Running on empty. Yeah, that's Running it. On. Oh, I never knew I never knew what that was. That's yeah, nice that's a bad song, Jackson Brown. Um Yeah. Should I? I mean, should. Why didn't Forrest fix the Lenape situation? Right? <laughs> he should have. He should have. Oh, and then um, Gary Sinise, uh, who's Lieutenant Dan, uh, he, because, because he had that role, um, they this organization for wounded veterans like had him come and gave him some award just for representation. Okay. And so he met, you know, he said he went up to accept this award and looked out and there was like this auditorium full of all these wounded veterans. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he started an organization for them and, you know, like builds houses for people that, you know, got hit by IUDs, IUDs. Wait, uh, wait, 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 one is, <laughs> one, uh, one protects you from getting, well, one, I guess, what's your name should have had? Exactly. One thing gives you, babe, no. But she's um, a, um, he, not she, uh, he's like a huge, uh, conservative. Right. And so I was thinking about that because... I always liked him. Uh, I, I mean, I always liked his work. Um, but then, yeah, I just thought about that whole thing about like, anytime his name comes up, you know, anybody in our group of friends is like, eh, Republican. And, you know, yeah, but then he, he does this. Um, and I just wonder, like, how he reconciles that. No, I mean, just because, like, I mean, yeah. like, how do you reconcile, like, continuing to support policies that get young man's limbs blown off and then being like, but I helped build a house for you. Well, um, listen, he maybe he's trying to appease his guilt. Yeah. And I'm like, it, that's just the, you know, the cycle, like it never ends of people try to do the right thing. But then also it's just like what they talk about this in the good place. You haven't watched that, right? No. That, like, the whole thing about, you know, if you actually, if you actually look at the consequences of your smallest actions, 
they can have these giant ripple effects. And so if you're trying to do like a zero sum game on, do I create a positive or negative impact on the world and on other people, you know, you, you can almost never really say that what you've done is positive. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the whole, the road to hell, right? Is pay with good intentions. Yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't take much. Like you could be having like a shitty day and you, just like ignore someone or ignore an email and then and that just fucking you know fucks them up or whatever and then they take with them you know that i mean i don't know yeah we're, we're because we're all interconnected in some weird way i don't think anyone could really have a positive or negative um <laughs> outcome it's kind of like it, it's kind of oh that's interesting it kind of evens itself out in the end i think yeah. Unless, like, you straight up murder someone, like, you know. Like, right. That's pretty negative. <laughs> you know, there was this, um, there was this video game called Fable for Xbox, and uh, the, the whole premise of the game is a role-playing game, and, like, you can, like, you can go, you could play evil, you know, you could play all good, or you could play all bad. Um... And, you know, the more you did um, good deeds and your, your meter would go to, like, the angel side, everyone in the town would be like, hey, how are you? And, and they would, like, when you sometimes when you passed, they would clap and cheer you. <laughs> and then if you were playing more um, on the bad side, they would be scared of you and run away from you. Mm. And another thing that would happen uh, would be that your face would start to, if you were more bad, your face would start to kind of like represent the evil so you would get like pockmarks and scars um and that would like reflect your deeds but after all the every time i played i always ended up in the middle okay because i always would do some fucked up shit and some good shit um but it never it never really moved the meter enough to be significant or maybe okay. just moved it up enough. So I kind of think that that would be how, you know, any, you know, person who means well, probably at the end of their life on a scale, if we're going to go with this like scale thing, we'd probably be slightly even. Right. If you're looking at direct and indirect um, consequences. Slightly even. I like that. Slightly. <laughs> uh, what are we doing next week? I think we're going to have a guest. I just have to let that guest know. Oh, okay. <laughs> do we want to do we want to tease the uh I believe the... it'll be an episode from the Twilight Zone. Ooh. Spooky. Did you watch the Twilight Zone as a kid? Mm-mm. No, you didn't. No. It's really, it's really good. I I don't know if it's on Netflix or Hulu or one of those, but you should you should like pull out a handful and watch them because they're pretty like um like what's the word i'm looking for social like they're kind of like uh what that jesus i can't think but like basically they're kind of like judging society yeah um it's like black mirror yeah kind of except yeah i said black mirror is i guess maybe because you know black mirror seems like they get they really got the like the day in with the technology and shit, it makes you kind of like, oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, Twilight Zone's kind of like on a larger scale of like just human emotion and like fucked up things, right? Or like the psyche of shit, like which you know Black Mirror, but like you know, maybe because it's too modern, it's too real. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's they got some good, good some good things on it. Um, so we'll wait and see which episode is chosen. Okay, awesome. Well, everybody have a good week. I hope everything's are lightening up for people out there and that you're um you know, you're slightly neutral in your impact on the world. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, continue to wear a mask because shit is getting bad. Get vaccinated. And, yep. And, uh... <laughs> Stella just took off. Yeah, it was like I was watching the um, there's an article and also like news like they're saying that Florida is like 
making up 20% of the national cases across the, the U.S. I'm like, wow. Wow. And that's like with them lying about their data. Right. <laughs> Man, all those old people. Yeah, well, I think the old people probably got vaccinated. I hope so. I think they learned their lesson. Yeah. Well, we were talking about uh, before we started recording that, you know, I I have a friend who uh, got vaccinated and just got COVID. Um, but he's he's having a relatively mild case. So, you know, knock on wood, it stays that way. And it's, you know, the vaccines are there to make it make the impact less. So it's yeah. still worth getting vaccinated so that you don't die. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good, uh, I, I like, you know, you, you don't need to pay a uh, advertising company for much on that one. <laughs> right. So, so you don't need to bring in like, you know, a urban, uh, kid and a puppy. But have you seen that meme that keeps going around about how we need to stop saying, or we'll have to stop saying, uh, avoid things like the plague because people don't apparently yeah. avoid plagues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but anywho, it's we didn't we didn't solve um, colonialism again this episode, but you know we talked about elf. So there is an interesting I don't know this is an old uh, I don't know if it's still relevant where they're talking about like um, post colonial lit like so like a lot of the post colonial lit comes out of the you know the Caribbean or India mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, but they didn't realize people were saying, can uh, U.S. literature be considered post-colonial lit? Not yet. <laughs> was, that the, was that the question? No. Well, it's be, yeah, because they were basically the argument is because the, the U.S. Is no, was basically through the war was, you know, no longer under British rule. Right. Yeah. But does that count when America itself becomes a the power structure that's colonizing other areas? I don't know. It's right. an interesting interesting um, conversation. Maybe not. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, well, if you guys want to have interesting conversations with us, feel free to yeah. get in touch on social media or brokencorners at gmail.com. We're still taking suggestions for uh, more episodes for this season. Uh, so feel free to let us know. And, and I want to let everyone know that I'm not like on downers. I have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on downers. I'm not on downers. I'm downer. I'm blitzing. Yeah. I'm not on downers either. I'm not a downer. I'm a <laughs> Yeah. All right, everybody, hang in there. We will be back next week. All right, we'll see you. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.